Hi everyone, welcome to the Power Pod, a space to elevate your life and help you feel more powerful. My name is Alexa and I am the host of this podcast and best-selling author of Power to Persevere. My goal is to help you improve your life through wellness tips and motivation and support you on your journey through life. Make sure you stay tuned for new episodes weekly. Hello everyone. This is a little solo episode for me. And the day this podcast recording is coming to come out is the day before my birthday. The day before I turned 25. Which is absolutely insane because I remember thinking about this day five years ago when I was about to receive chemotherapy and I asked my oncologist like when I would feel better and like when things would go back to normal in my life and like even throughout treatment he would say the same thing he said in five years usually patients feel back to normal and I feel that way right now I really feel like it took me this long to like finally be in a really good state in my body and for anyone listening out there who is also going through some sort of health battle just know that it takes time to recover and recoup but you'll get there and the best way to maintain a positive attitude in my opinion is to have faith in some sort of higher power that's going to help heal you and help guide you along the way and then also creating resources where you're developing a list of expanders so an expander is someone who you believe is going to expand your consciousness it's someone who you want to be you're seeing that there's so many other people out there doing something that you want or fulfilling a life that lifestyle that you cherish and you want to be them you want to expand your consciousness to a life that you see someone is living so you're going to try to emulate exactly or not exactly but emulate things that are similar to their lives to achieve that um and that is kind of what i did in a sense but we're we have finally approached the quarter life crisis (laughs) well i don't know so much if it's the quarter life crisis because if I'm going to be honest, I feel like the year 24 for me was more of my quarter life crisis, not so much 25. I mean, like I haven't experienced 25 yet. And I have these intuitive feelings all the time. And I intuitively felt that 24 was going to be a very transformative year in the sense that I was going to find my passions, like my true calling, my true passions, and really line myself up to where I was going to, like, meant, I was meant to be um, on my lifetime on earth, like in this, in this lifetime I'm experiencing. And I feel like God seriously delivered just on time because the past couple of months of mine, I I mean, like, honestly, like, just even the beginning of this year in particular, not, like, this birth year, but this, like, calendar year, I, I really was just facing a lot of internal um, battles where I just really had to sit down 
force myself to journal, meditate a ton. And it was these past two months in particular leading up to my birthday where I really felt like I got it. Like I, I, I got a handle on on just everything in my life so far. I, mean, I don't know what's going to come next, but I intuitively feel like 25 is going to be the year of like just me and just like (laughs) not I mean that sounds a little pretentious but it's going to be the year of me focusing on myself and building myself building my dreams building what I want to do focusing on my soul focusing on just everything that I was meant to emulate and to give back to the earth like I'm it's going to be full throttle going into the year like it's just going to transform in such a dynamic and eventful way like I'm going to trust it I don't know what's going to happen but I am going to just trust that this is going to be a really good year and I feel like there's also a lot of significance in my own life Um, not only am I having a birthday like a whole birth year for myself uh, Virgo season any of my other Virgos out there hey but I also feel like there's a lot of distinction within this birth year because it's also like it's like a calendar anniversary for like my whole entire like cancer experience as well which is major in my opinion um and then what is even more insane is that I like I started chemo in September like right after I turned 20 a few days after I turned 20 and then I ended it a few days after the actual calendar new year so I think there's a lot of significance just in those states in itself and I feel like I have two restarts one of the restarts is my my actual birthday Um, and then my other restart is the day I ended chemo and that's the beginning of the actual calendar year so it's really funny to see that things kind of throttle in this full circle but I I mean even like making resolutions I I feel like we're very pressured to make new year's resolutions but I feel like I usually make my resolutions for every single calendar birthday and like every calendar year for my birthday um and I I feel called to like really stay centered to my own like soul's journey every single year um but anyways I wanted to record this episode because I have a list of 24 things I learned the age of 24 and because my audience is predominantly around this age group I wanted to just share a few things and see if anyone else has the same thoughts and I'm so curious to also listen to this maybe in a year to see if things have changed, if my thoughts have changed, if um, I've, you know, like I, I don't align with anything anymore, or maybe I align with it even more. And the, the 25 things I learned during year 25 are better or worse, are the same, are more constructive in some other sort of theme. I don't know, but I feel like 24 was a huge growth year. So let's let's dive in let's dive into it okay so number one your thoughts govern your day and you can change them through your environment and what you're feeding your brain so 
this was the number one just because I feel like it was like the central theme of my whole entire year. I remember there was this one time I was having such a difficult moment in my life which I feel like is so normal in your early 20s or mid 20s and maybe your late 20s too. I hear that 30 is like the new 20 and everyone feels so good about themselves when they're 30s but um, I feel like I really learned the importance of choosing what you want to say to yourself, how you want to speak to yourself, um, what you want to surround yourself with because anything that you're feeding your brain will evidently end up sinking to your subconscious and then governing the way that you live your life. So if you're waking up every single day to listening to like very negative news, feeding your soul with very intrusive thoughts and a lot of fear-based monger, um, then you're going to evidently end up living your whole entire, like the rest of your day is going to be like that. And then if you remember what I had mentioned uh, a few podcast episodes, I don't know when actually in like regards to when I'm recording this and I recorded this other episode, like, um, when this came out, but in regards to Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, he mentioned that you have about 60 to 70 thoughts a day and 90% of them are the same from the day before. So just imagine how much of an influence your thoughts are having for your whole entire current day and then your your next day too. So like choosing to really fuel yourself with positivity, in my opinion, has or is one of the best things that you can do. And I feel like ways that you can do this are by listening to music that is extremely uplifting, has lyrics that are going to make you feel connected with God, going to make you feel connected with yourself, going to make you feel as if you're on top of the world. And then also listening to affirmations, whether you record them yourself or you're listening to some on YouTube. Um, just that I feel like those are like very important things. Um, and when you do this, your whole life will start to change. I remember I forced myself to listen to positive affirmations for um, a period of time. It was about me like a month and I swear by the end of this I was a completely different person and not only this but a few episodes ago I actually recorded a bonus meditation and even to this day I still remember the words that are said in that meditation and like I'll be brushing my teeth and all of a sudden I just hear myself saying to myself like um things that are closely related to what was said in the podcast or in the meditation and one of these things is you deserve it like if I'm brushing my teeth for some reason I just like say to myself you deserve it like you deserve a good life you deserve a beautiful life you deserve the life of your dreams like what's the worst that can happen if you were called to do something in your life then that means that it's your divine path it's your birthright to have that and you deserve it because that's what your soul came here on this earth to live in this body to do. <laughs> you deserve what your desires are. Um, okay, so let's go to number two. What you energetically align with is what you will attract. 
And this kind of relates to point number one, because if you're energetically aligning with positive thoughts, you're going to start to attract positive things. And I feel like ever since, I swear this, this is true, ever since I started to involve myself in positive thinking and and these affirmations and meditations I've had so many synchronicities and positive circumstances enter my life um and I mean like a lot of them actually had to do with me receiving free things like there was this one time I received a free whole entire green juice from juice generation which is about maybe $13 I just got it for free because they just made too much and they were just like you want some I'm like okay sure <laughs> um and then another time I received a free nutrition bar from this one shop because they couldn't find the code in their system they're like yeah you could just have it for free I'm like oh that's awesome thank you and it was like me expressing gratitude during this time as well allowed me to also attract more things into my life that I think were super positive um and then the third point is friends who are meant to stay will stay friends who are meant to leave means that they're not for you and i feel like this has been a common theme honestly since five years ago um and anyone maybe who's listening to this who's younger or older than me that are maybe going through a really challenging time and you see that there are certain people in your life who are not showing up that you thought that were going to show up Maybe use that as a signal to allow yourself to distance yourself from these individuals and maybe just start to make room for other people to enter your life. And like I said, like people who are meant to stay will stay. I have friends in my life who've stayed throughout thick and thin and they're still here. <laughs> um and I feel like also, as I'm getting older, I I mean, I've always been so close to my family, but I really feel like family just always comes first, like for me in particular. And no matter what drama there is, like, they will have your back in a way. Or if you don't have a good relationship with your family maybe there are individuals in your life who you treat as family or who are, who feel like family to you and they'll always have your back so maybe finding a clan a group um a a, a society that that is family oriented will help you um identify who is meant to stay and who is meant to leave in your life and i don't even know what tangent i'm going on but i'll go to point four <laughs> number four Um, your body has the capability to bounce back. Big theme of the year is bouncing back. Your body is meant to keep you alive. There are so many ways that your body tries to heal you, whether that's you're fighting off a cut and your body becomes extremely inflamed in that one area to send all the white blood cells to the area to help heal you, or it increases your immune system to fight off a virus. Your body is always trying to bring you back to homeostasis. Um, point number five, eating balanced is the best. I have noticed for so many years that any single time, okay, well, like first, first, first of all, with the whole diet culture, I, I, like 
there's a lot of toxicity with it and I feel like the media tries to force women in particular to maybe feel really poor about their bodies if they're not doing some sort of cleanse or this or that and like carbs is a big one too like oh carbs are bad for you but in my experience this year in particular and maybe like the last five years I realized that eating balanced is the best um fueling yourself with food that you know your body likes um and feels good on but then also like having moments of time where you're enjoying life and not being too restricted um personally I feel the best when I'm eating a paleo based diet my body loves meat so much and fish and it also loves green vegetables um, that are cooked I, I can't I can't do raw food for some reason but it loves green vegetables and also loves a little fruit um and recently I've been loving eggs and there was a period of time when I was trying to heal my gut actually that I could not eat any foods and it was so hard and I've seen so much improvement from the years that I mean, I feel like I can really eat anything. I don't have an issue. Though, dairy and gluten are my two terrible friends. My my two terrible friends. Dairy and gluten. Um, I notice I really don't feel well with them. But sometimes I do have those two ingredients. Or, I don't know. Are they ingredients? or I don't even know what to call them. Well, gluten's a protein. Lactose is a sugar, I think. Right? Let me look this up. Yep. I am correct. Lactose is a sugar and gluten is a protein. Yeah, protein. So, you know, I'm sometimes I just indulge on special occasions, but then I don't feel well after. So I'm like, ah, whatever. I don't feel as bad as I used to, though, which is really amazing in my opinion. Because the body loves you, right? Haha. <laughs> okay. Um, number six. Experiences are more profound than material objects. I actually recently, well, not recently, but I, I, I kind of, I knew this earlier than 24. Um, I remember when I graduated from college, my parents were asking me, like, what do you want as a graduation gift? And I mean, this actually happened before I graduated. Um, I went to them and I was like, hey, um, what are your thoughts on me signing up for a class where we actually go to Tokyo? And they're like, what? I'm like, listen, I know it's going to be a little more expensive to take this class because I have to fly to Tokyo and there's some extra fees to stay there. But how about we use this as an opportunity to, you know, have my grad, like make it my graduation gift. I, I don't want a party. I don't want a gift. I don't want anything material. I want to have an experience. And I'll always cherish those memories. It was one of the best times that I've ever had. It was so fun. So many memories made. And I think back to that period of time in my life. And I'm like, well, you know what? It makes a lot of sense. Like, what was I going to do with another, you know, like, object in my room? Like, I don't need that. Um, What I need are cultural experiences. Times to formulate relationships with individuals. Like, friendships. And... A new outlook on life. 
So any experiences I feel like are a lot more profound than, um, I don't know, like a Gucci bag <laughs> or, uh, like, or like, like some sort of designer item. Um, and I, I want to hear your thoughts on that too. Like, what do you think? Are you more of a material, materialist, are you more materialistic or do you enjoy experiences? Like, would you rather spend a ticket or spend your money on a ticket to go on a flight somewhere? Um, very curious to hear your opinions. Number seven, investing in yourself can catapult you into a new reality. This kind of relates back to point one and two, but hear me out. I feel like if you invest in yourself between your mind, body, and soul, and you fuel your body with the things that are meant to make you feel good um, and thrive in terms of nutrition, um, you also exercise, move your body, you feel your mind and your soul with well first actually mind you feel your mind with positive thoughts and then your soul with some sort of connection to a higher power higher source then I feel like you would have some well-rounded perspective and like characteristics where or new characteristics I should say um where you can dive into a totally new reality because you're up leveling yourself and then you can better the world okay number eight listening to your heart's desires will drive a spark and align you where you were meant to go so take a step back in your life if you're having an issue right now and just surrender ask yourself what's the worst thing that can happen if you don't just start to dive into your heart's desires because when you're so aligned with your heart then you're so aligned with like what you're meant to do here like you you start to develop a spark and shine a light like people can notice your energy changing number nine sometimes you are placed in certain circumstances um that force you to learn what you don't and do like number 10 you have the willpower to create your destiny even in unpleasant circumstances and you can find your peace number 11 if you are resilient and know your why and don't give up then you'll get to where you're meant to be. Number 12. When you have your own space to yourself, you're then able to articulate your thoughts more clearly and then it'll reflect back into your life in a positive and resourceful way where your reality can shift and change. Number 13. Our deep desires in our souls are there because they're meant for us and we have to face limiting beliefs to catapult us to where we're meant to be. There's a lot of this theme here for 24, (laughs) as you can tell. Number 14, I recorded a 
dating episode not too long ago. Um, and I want, I, from all the dating that I've done the past few years, I've realized that if dating doesn't work out with someone, it is meant to teach you about yourself and what you want and what you don't want in your next relationship. And it doesn't even matter if it's a long-lived relationship, if it's short-lived, whatever you learn about the one date you go on, the two dates, the month, the two months, the three months, the six months you're dating, 12 months, whatever. Like, you'll always learn something about it. And it's never going to be a waste of time. Okay. 15. Staying focused on your goals is important, but not putting pressure on the timeline is also important. And correct me if I'm wrong, but there could be some controversy here. I feel like there's an episode I recorded too. It might not be published at this time. It might be published at a different or later time. So I don't want to give too much away, but um, it's about slowing down and like taking your time in things and in certain departments of your life. So I feel like Sometimes we have this goal, but we put so much pressure on ourselves and gives ourselves so much anxiety to achieve it by a certain time. But, like, what if it doesn't happen by that time? Like, you might get extremely down on yourself, but maybe there's a reason why that that's not happening at the time that you want it. Maybe you had to learn something within the journey that you're experiencing, or you're not meant to go down that path. So it's it's okay not to put so much pressure on these goals on different timelines um, because maybe there's a reason why they're not working out maybe you're supposed to learn something that you would have not learned before and that could be a huge life lesson that could bring you a lot of clarity within your future number 16 affirmations work that's it (laughs) Number 17, when life ends, you leave things behind, but memories will last a lifetime and more. And this is something that really came clear to me um, this past summer because when I was visiting my grandmother, I was in her basement um, and the basement was... There's like a whole entire section of the basement that's full of everything and anything to do with sewing. My grandfather was a tailor and I mean, he's very skilled, very talented. And he actually was one of the reasons or one, one of my influences into getting into the fashion world and just being so interested with clothes and design work and accessories, jewelry. So he holds a lot of space in my heart, but because he's passed away, there are all these things that are just there. Like he literally like every single item in his workspace area has not been touched since the last day that he worked there, which was a little bit over a year ago and he was working until the day he died um 
But I just thought it was very interesting to see that. Although all those tangible material items were left there, what really resonated with every single person are the memories that he made with us. And this kind of goes back to lesson number six. But I just, like, we, like, my family and I just remember us going down there. And, like, like, my biggest memories are me learning how to sew for the first time with him. And, like, working with these industrial sewing machines. And tailoring dresses, tailoring skirts, showing him all the clothes that I sewed myself and him just being so proud. Me learning how to sew a button, me learning how to um, maneuver fabric in a certain way on the sewing machine to make it like flat and pleated in a certain way and just like learning how to measure, learning how to cut fabric, learning how to cut um, zippers, learning how to sew zippers, like all of these things, the memories are what stayed. And all these tangible items, like who cares if they're all thrown out? What what really is important are the actual experiences and the memories. And that's what's going to last a lifetime because now there's stories that I can tell my children, my grandchildren, and then maybe they can be brought down from generation to generation. I don't know. The future will tell. Okay, 18. Spirit is always around us and trying to guide us. And then I wrote something, and I don't know what the heck I wrote, so... (laughs) Um, Okay. When you are faced a forced slow down, embrace it. So it kind of goes back to what I was saying before about just like the episode that I recorded. Just embrace it. Um, perfect example. My friend literally asked God to just like slow her down. She's like, I feel like I'm going too fast in my life. Like, please slow me down. And she got into an accident, broke her ankle the next day and was forced to slow down. And it was the best thing that's ever happened to her. <laughs> Believe it or not. Rough time, but really good. Good. It was a good thing for her. She was forced to slow down. Um, 20. Don't rush into things. Stay present for a bit and be open to learn. Um, 21. Plants talk. I don't know. I just have that there. That's it. Plant stock. <laughs> 22. Faith moves you in peace. 23. If you have a new emergence in yourself, claim it, embrace it, and honor it. And last but not least, 24. Your personal time is the best time. Basically, don't feel bad if you need to take time for yourself. Especially in the 20s. You got to figure out your goals. You have to figure out what you want to do for the rest of your lifetime. I mean, you really have your whole entire life to figure that out. But 
it's good to plant seeds i feel in my opinion try different things out explore learn what you like what you don't like um kind of like dating learn what you like what you don't like um and listen to your intuition too i feel like that's a major one most recently there was someone who I was going to go on a date with but i just like felt something so off and i was like no this can't do it so i think it was the best move because intuitively i just felt unaligned and maybe my intuition would save me for something and honestly like i think if i went on that date it would have not worked out anyways like i would have not even liked the person but who knows because this happened to me before and i actually ended up dating the person and i I didn't want to go on a date with like my friends forced me like go on a date (laughs) I was like oh fine and we ended up clicking and then dating for a period of time so whatever listen to your intuition about other things too um listen to your intuition about what you're meant to do where you're meant to go who's meant to be in your life and even listen to your intuition about the choices you make on the experience that you want to involve yourself in maybe you're not meant to go to that yoga class today maybe you're not meant to go i don't know take some other class one of the things i also really want to introduce when i am 25 is I really want to take a DJ class like intuitively I feel like it'd be it's something that I'm meant to do and I and like I've always been musically inclined or like influenced because everyone on my mom's side is very creative they're all artists musicians um and I feel like I don't know, like, I really loved DJing for so long. I love electronic music. And I would really want to learn how to make a track. So that's something that I want to explore in 25. I really want to take some DJ making classes. And previously, I actually purchased myself a DJ set. (laughs) like a spin table and everything and I was learning how to mix tapes during actually the pandemic um like the height of it but I didn't have certain softwares on my computer and that restricted me from doing specific things so I was like eh, I'm not gonna do this anymore but most recently I took out my keyboard and I've started to play some piano here and there just like I don't know pressing on some keys learning some tunes I used to play piano when I was younger and I actually loved music so much that I asked for an electric guitar when I was like in fifth grade for Christmas I was like I want electric guitar <laughs> and then I was trying to teach myself how to play it and first of all my hands are so small they're like baby hands so I was having a hard time maneuvering my hands on the strings and I actually ended up like breaking a string and it slashed me across my hand I have a scar to this day on my wrist actually and it traumatized me when I stopped playing 
anyways thanks for listening to this episode i'm so excited for this next coming birth year of mine i would love to hear your thoughts on what you want me to record next there's a lineup of people who want to be on my episodes so i'm really excited to have all these guests and let's stay connected um shoot me a dm on instagram love to collaborate and i'll see you next week bye